0: This is the VertForce Podcast. I'm your host, Kimber. Our show helps active duty military spouses land virtual careers. We interview virtual work influencers to uncover the secrets of mobile work. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the podcast for you. Hey, listeners hope you're excited for this episode. It's going to revolutionize the way you think about LinkedIn. Before you get into it, I want you to be aware that we emphasize an upcoming masterclass several times throughout the conversation, but that masterclass is already over and the opportunity to join live has already passed. However, I didn't want you to miss out on what we discussed in the masterclass. In this episode, we cover about 30 minutes worth of LinkedIn tips, but in the masterclass, we go much deeper. We spend about two and a half hours really diving into what LinkedIn is and how it can help you. So if you get to the end of this episode and you wish that you could go deeper, we are making the masterclass recording available to you. If you check the show notes, you will be able to download the recording of the masterclass for half the price of the actual masterclass. So this is just a killer discount for our dedicated podcast listeners and just a way to say thank you and to provide you an opportunity to go deeper if you want to. All right. Enjoy this episode favorite force, it's Kimber, and tonight we are doing a free LinkedIn training live with an amazing guest. A lot of you have probably heard about her, but I'm going to give her a brief introduction in case you haven't. She is a VertForce vetted career coach, so we have spent a lot of time getting to know her background, who she serves, and verifying that she is someone who you can trust as a military spouse to help you on your career journey. She's been a military spouse for three years, and before that, she was in the Army Reserves, for 6 years where she says she was the worst petroleum supply specialist the army ever had. I love chatting with her. I always leave having learned something new. And tonight we're having her speak about LinkedIn because she is a LinkedIn event evangelist, the so Vert force. Please welcome Jamie Chapman. Hi Jamie. Hello. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Hey. Uh, I just want to tell everybody, first of all, it's my birthday. As of one hour ago in Germany, so it's not my birthday yet where you guys are, but it's my birthday right now, so I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. Also, yes, I might have been the Army's worst petroleum supply specialist ever, but I turned out to be a pretty good soldier after all, but that's another story for another day. So (laughs) they usually took me out of the motor pool because they didn't want me driving trucks and they would stick me in the office and I did pretty good in there. (laughs) But you do
0: something totally different now.
1: Oh, it couldn't be any more different. So um, I'm a career coach now, and um, I serve as a career advocate for a whole lot of military spouses, and that's my passion and my lifeblood, and that's why I'm here. So,
0: Jamie is kind of a rock star. If you follow her on LinkedIn, which you totally should, you will see that this girl has massive connections. She gets a ton of... LinkedIn attention and attention online in general, because she's very, very good at what she does. So we can definitely learn a lot from her tonight. But I want to share her numbers. Jamie has helped over 1,500 veterans achieve their careers. And here's the more impressive one. She is currently an advocate for 10,000 military spouses in the MSAN network. And if you know what MSAN is, or if you don't know what MSAN is, just check it out on Facebook. It's a Military Spouse Advocacy Network. She's their career and employment advocate. So, Jamie, I'm excited you're chatting with us about LinkedIn tonight. I can get really heated about LinkedIn. I don't know if I'm the only one that's nerdy or not. Before we dive in, in tonight's LinkedIn course, Jamie is going to give us her top three LinkedIn tips. So that's what we're doing this evening. You're going to walk away from this live training tonight with her top three LinkedIn tips that you can implement as soon as
1: you want. Okay, Jamie, what's number one? Number one, and this one is loaded, I'm sorry, is write a stellar profile. So I like to think of your LinkedIn profile as your own personal website. And if you build a website and you've taken the time and the money to build out a website, by golly, you want people to go visit it, right? You want that SEO, you want that foot traffic, and you need to build your LinkedIn profile in such a way that it is attracting the right people to your account. It's attracting recruiters, it's attracting hiring managers and people in your industry. So Write a stellar profile, that's number one, and I can provide a little bit of tips and stuff like that underneath it. Kind of the goal is, first impression-wise, you want it to give people the feely goods. I know that's not a very technical term.
0: No, I like you, the feely goods. because You want
1: to give the feely goods.
0: The feely goods indicate that you're hitting home mm-hmm. for who's reading it. And when you hit home, you make them feel like they know you.
1: Yep, exactly. And it also is clear, meaning that they don't look at it and get more confused about what it is that you do right now and what you want to do in the future. They look at it and they know exactly what your career looks like. You've got to focus on how to get that foot traffic and how to bring those views in, meaning that you need to focus on keywords and optimizing your profile for your industry and for the next job you want to have. So you want to be clear on what you do now, but more importantly, what you want to do next. Perfect. Okay, so you're talking
0: about what you do now versus what you do next, and that sort of playing out in your profile along with keywords. So would you say that LinkedIn is
1: very much like a search engine? A hundred percent. Have you ever heard social media nerds throwing around the word algorithm?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh huh. Okay. So, LinkedIn algorithm is what you're trying to impress here. And so, there's a lot of really cool tricks where you can trick the LinkedIn algorithm while being honest. You're not lying, but basically sticking keywords into really nice places to have keywords that increase your rating. Basically, you want to be showing up if you type in, for example, social media manager and search that in LinkedIn, it pulls up over 9 million results.
0: Wow, that's way too many. How are you going to show up in a crowd like that?
1: Uh, But you have to be in the top 1000 results to even populate in the search. So LinkedIn is really big. There's over 575 million users on the platform. And your profile needs to be optimized in such a way where you pop up when people are searching for whatever it is that you want to do next. That's how you get found. Do you want to share LinkedIn tip number two? Take professional headshots. Ooh, (laughs) I need some. So now I'm going to say this with a caveat. You don't have to go and pay a photographer necessarily to take professional headshots for you. Mm -hmm. You just have to go find a friend with an iPhone that has portrait mode, and that's it. You just have them take a few pictures of you, go on Pinterest, find some inspirational headshots that you really like, and do your darn best to get your friend with the iPhone with portrait mode to have them copy those pictures and mimic them. Ta-da, you've got a headshot.
0: I would love to know who here has the professional LinkedIn photo. I have an iPhone photo on mine. It was I a picture of me and my <laughs> husband, and I had to crop it in really small.
1: I have them, but I'm also really good friends with a couple of photographers, and so I did a barter, and I wrote their LinkedIn profile for them, and they took photos for me.
0: Oh, <laughs> what a nice trade! I love yeah. that. Nassim, an Android phone will work fine. Nassim says, "Bummer, I have an Android. That'll work fine too. Or a lot of the androids have um,
1: have the same sort of equivalent as portrait mode on them." As long as here's the thing, there's no selfies, cause I can see your arm and also yeah. no selfie sticks in the picture. Cause I can see your selfie stick in the picture. It just needs to be your, you know, head and shoulders, professionally dressed for the job you wanna have. And then go outside and take it in front of some trees or take it against a brick wall. It doesn't have to be anything too fancy.
0: <laughs> I totally agree. Okay, anything else
1: on the profile photo? Another photo that we need to focus on. So the most important piece of your LinkedIn page is the um, top one-third of the page before you scroll. And what is that, what else is on there? Your banner photo. Yes. So your banner photo is huge. The LinkedIn algorithm does not read it. It just knows you either have a picture there or you do not. Right. But people read it. If you can go in Canva, use one mm-hmm. of their free layouts for a LinkedIn banner photo. Yes. You look incredible. And it's just, it makes such a big difference. So that top third of the page before a person ever scrolls, that's your moneymaker. That's what piece you want to focus on the most. That's the prime real estate. And your banner photo is front and center in that. So get on Canva. It's free. Go use one of their free templates. Build one out that looks great. That's industry specific. Put words on there. It'll look great. Um, it really makes a difference.
0: And I like that you brought that up because I think for 2018 and 2019, that was the biggest change that I made in my own LinkedIn page that drove in so much more attention to it. I, be, I did other things to improve the page, but I think that was one of the things that, that made the transformation successful because you're right. The top part of that profile is above the read line. And the read line is sort of what you would consider the fold in a newsletter or the fold in and, and like a hard copy piece of paper. But on LinkedIn, it's just like that one part of the screen that you see before you see anything else. And it's so killer when you have a great background photo behind your profile photo that's sort of like a billboard just for you. And you get it to is. make that. You get to decide what that looks like. Yep. And... It gives people the feely goods. Yes. (laughs) So that's our overall theme for tonight, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) How to give people the feely goods on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Jamie Chapman's official LinkedIn tip
1: number three. What's it going to be? I could have made this all the tips. Engage, engage, engage. That is tip number three. (laughs) I'm glad you didn't, though. If I were slightly more <laughs> clever, I would have said, number one, engage. Number two, engage. And number three, engage. So <laughs> last but not least, engage, engage, engage. And So I we really mean, get six tips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean ask LinkedIn to marry you. I mean, get on there and stop letting it collect cobwebs. Um, yeah. LinkedIn, it works in your favor when you're on there and when you're on there a lot. So you've got to get on there every day. You should be liking people's posts. You should be sharing people's posts, commenting on people's posts, and you should be using it for what it's intended for, networking. So that means you're sending people messages, direct messages, DMs, PMs, whatever you call it, daily. And then if you are really feeling brave, here's where you go even further. You write your own posts. Hmm. You write your own articles in LinkedIn. How do you do that? So I'm in my LinkedIn. I know you can't see it. I'm on my homepage. Right there where you click start writing a post, it literally says on that same thing, write an article. Oh, okay. Nice. Yep. I love that. I have seen a lot of our
0: you know power partners and business partners who have started publishing their blogs just on LinkedIn.
1: It's good if you are a blogger. Mm -hmm. uh, It's really good for SEO if you type it in LinkedIn. Actually, today I was looking for something about a cover letter, maybe. I just searched Mm -hmm. it in Google. And what was the number one search result? Some guy's LinkedIn article. Uh, It's really good for your SEO, for your blog. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. That's awesome. We'll have to take advantage of that more. All right. We've got a question. Brittany says So I'm a medical assistant. I've been trying to get into the VA hospital for years. I've heard about these keywords you want to have to even be considered. Is that true?
1: Okay. VA hospital equals USA jobs. And so Brittany, when you're talking about USA jobs, it's totally different. Um, So if you're thinking about how you've been a medical assistant or whatever I heard a second ago, I maybe missed it. Um, And you want to transition and start working for the government, it's a totally different resume. You have to go on USA jobs. It's a totally different application process. So when we're talking about LinkedIn, yes, hiring managers will use it and they will spy on you, but it's not necessarily going to be a tool that they're going to use to hire you. And I have uh, one final kind of engage, engage, engage tip Okay. Um, if you're extra, super duper feeling extra, really, really brave, you can post your own videos natively to the platform, meaning that you don't share your own YouTube video link. You go in there and you upload it directly to LinkedIn and that skyrockets your LinkedIn views. It skyrockets them like anything that I ever do where I natively upload a video to LinkedIn It's triple the amount of foot traffic as the rest of the posts. So
0: that's not like a live that would be a download or a recording and then you upload the recording.
1: So LinkedIn Live exists, but they've only rolled it out to certain influencers. So Mm -hmm. not everybody has access to LinkedIn Live. Gotcha.
0: Well, that would be neat to do a LinkedIn Live. Hopefully they'll get that rolled out to everybody soon, especially because we are going to be launching our Vertforce LinkedIn a lot more intensely over the next several weeks. Uh, Okay, so Nassim says, I want to know how to stop people from
1: spamming me on LinkedIn. So... I'm assuming what you mean, Nassim, is that people are sending you in-mails, which is like a little LinkedIn email. How cute. In-mails. And they're saying, hey, we want to sell you something. Uh, That's going to happen. And you're also going to get requests from people that you don't know. And so when we're talking specifically to the military community one of the number one concerns that you should have is safety, uh, basic internet safety. However many connections I have, I do not know them all, but I vet them all. I go through their profile. I look at them. I make sure that they look legit. If they feel off, I don't accept it, right? So for spam, it's going to happen. They're going to spam you. You just don't add them back. You don't want to buy their stuff, right? You just ignore it. They're going to send it to you. And frankly, the more foot traffic that you get, And the more in-demand that you become on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. the more of them you're going to get. Maybe it's a symptom that you're doing a good job. Okay.
0: She said, yes, she's getting stuff like selling and, girl, you look good. And do you want to chat? Well,
1: block (laughs) them. Nope.
0: Block those guys. (laughs) We don't want anything
1: to do with that. No. They aren't giving you a job.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to go there. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Belinda. Hey, Belinda. Belinda says, do you see anything negative with
1: wearing a military uniform in your photos? Not to knock wearing a military uniform, but here's what the deal is, is that you want to be dressed for your next job. And so if you're a transitioning service member, for example... You're not going to wear a uniform like that in your next job. You want to wear a suit or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. Right. If you're trying to get out of transition, you want to be in, you want to dress
0: for the job you want, not the job you have.
1: Yeah. Now, maybe if you're currently in the military without any aspirations to leave the military anytime soon, that's perfectly acceptable. It's who you are right now and it's who you're going to be for the foreseeable future.
0: I like that. Thanks for sharing. All right. So we are getting another question. And it says, is LinkedIn also like a search engine? This one's from Britt Brett. Yes, Britt Brett. LinkedIn is
1: a search engine and a job board.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I misread that. Is it like
1: a job search tool? Yes. So you can do LinkedIn. You can go in there and you can type into the search bar the title of a job that you're looking for and it'll pull up a whole bunch of results. In fact, it's one of the top, job search engines. And you can apply using your profile. So if it's a bad profile, you ain't getting a job.
0: Do you think that actually works with the applying with your profile thing? I'm so hesitant to do that ever. Or well, when I see it, I'm not actively applying. But um, when I see it, I just think, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just send in your resume?
1: A lot of people do upload a resume to their LinkedIn profile. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's an attachment on their profile. And so By default, if you submit your application that way, they have access to your resume. Got it. But it's all about the LinkedIn profile. If recruiters are using LinkedIn Recruiter, which is the tool that allows them to apply using the profile, they're really savvy on LinkedIn. Um, And they can take a look at your profile just like they would a resume and evaluate you the same way. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: All right. Nassim asks, if we have a resume uploaded in LinkedIn, do we still need to fill out the full profile as well? Like what is the
1: difference? Yes. So your resume, LinkedIn algorithm, we're trying to impress a computer here. It'll know that you uploaded an attachment, but it can't read it. You need text and you need keywords in the body of your LinkedIn profile so that the LinkedIn algorithm can find you. That's a perfect response.
0: All right. We have another question from Andrea. Andrea says, so should the profile be a resume or just a short view of what your skills are?
1: This is an answer that's going to give you a trouble. So your LinkedIn profile is living. A resume is also living, but you tend to take that resume and customize it for one single job that you're applying for. Hmm. But your LinkedIn It's there all the time. And every five minutes, if you change your mind, you can't go quickly in there and change it. So we have to think of your LinkedIn profile in a more static manner, big picture. But we'll talk about how to do that. I'll talk about the strategies and how to use those keywords and figure out what particular niche or whatever it is that you're going to go for with your LinkedIn profile. Because you can take a resume and switch it up for a job if you want to go from different job title to different job title, but it's tougher to do that with your LinkedIn profile. Nassim says she was also a supply girl. My experience was so fun, but it was a chapter that is now closed. And (laughs) I have to be honest with you. I think being a military spouse has been a much more difficult job a million times over. Wow,
0: That's interesting to hear. Okay. Our next question is from Jenea. Janaea, thank you for joining us. This is your first question tonight. Should job skills under each previous job be in paragraph or bullet form? Oh my gosh, I love this question.
1: Most people prefer bullet points. It's Mm -hmm. so much easier to read it. Now, if you are trying to squeeze as many words in there as you possibly can, which maybe don't do. Yeah then maybe use... But nobody likes block style paragraphs. Nobody. So there's these things online. I, I can't even think of a website for it, but cut and pasteable bullet points. You can cut and paste them right into LinkedIn. Nice, And they look nice. So they're all free. You could get in there and you can even cut and paste bullets off of Microsoft Word or something and it'll populate. Yeah. I so. was going to
0: say that's how I, I did mine because I noticed LinkedIn doesn't have any native So definitely do bullets, Andrea, if you can, or Janaea, if you can. I want to just talk on that note for just a minute because at Vertforce, we do our best to help the military spouses in this specific community find virtual jobs. And we process a lot of resumes and send resumes over to the hiring managers and for the most part, if we see a block resume, we try to reach out and point you in the direction of our career coaches so you can set up an appointment to get your resume worked on. But overall, if you do have a block resume, some people, and when I say block, I mean paragraphs instead of bullets, some people see that as a dated format. So it kind of dates you and it puts you in, it kind of makes you a target of ageism uh, in a certain respect, not always,
1: but it definitely can do that in some circumstances. From me, as a resume writer's perspective, people read from right from left to right, and bullet points make it so much easier for the the human eye to pick up on what you wrote yeah. rather than if they have to slow down and read a paragraph, they're probably not going to read it. The first look that your resume gets a lot of the time is under ten seconds. And if they have to slow down and read it, they're going to miss all the stuff you have in there. So bullets are better. Huh? Bullets
0: are better. We've got a lot of themes tonight. Yeah. All right. Joanne. Hey, Joanne. I spent a lot of time with Joanne. She's in the active search program. How do you ask for referrals? Or can I just post on my LinkedIn and ask my networks for referrals? Is that appropriate?
1: That's a great question. So you need them. You need people to go on there and write recommendations on your profile. You need them to go in there and validate your skills. One technique is just to start when you see a connection that you know, go in there and write a recommendation for them if they're somebody that you're comfortable with. Um, For the most part, for recommendations, you do have to ask. And that's a tough thing to do because we feel weird asking for stuff. Yeah. But that's how you get them. For skills and things like that, those little things where people just check a block really quick, go into their profile and do it for them and then maybe they'll reciprocate and do it back. Um, Maybe not. But that's that's how you start accruing these things. It's a great strategy to post and ask for them. But you've got to keep an eye on how many views your posts are getting because if only three people see it, are they going to actually click through and do it for you? So you've got to pay attention to that. That's a good point. And I like that Jamie touched on
0: reciprocity. Joanne, we we talked briefly about that in one of our group tag ups, and I don't think we spent enough time on the topic. But basically, she's saying, go do for others. And after they've received their review, they typically feel inclined to do the same thing for you. And if they don't, then it's much easier for you to reach out and say, hi, I left your review. Would you mind also leaving me one? So I like the concept of reciprocity a lot.
1: And hey, guess what? VertForce, you have this thing built in called the VertForce community, and you guys should probably do each other some favors once in a blue moon. I think it would be probably 100% appropriate to leverage your network internally to this community.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Joanne, I emailed out all of the ASP candidates. I sent you guys all your own LinkedIn links to each other's LinkedIn so you guys can do that together. All right, Jamie, tell us what's going to be going on in the masterclass and
1: why VertForce members should attend. I'm going to be teaching everybody in the VertForce community the strategies that I used on my own profile to go from under 1,000 views on my profile to over 60,000 views in only 30 days. So the stuff I talk about is basically the foundation, the building blocks to it, which is how to build out your profile and then taking this beautiful, really tricked out profile that you made and doing something with it so that it results in views on your account, in solid relationships with the people that you're friends with. And then also hopefully in a job, a virtual job. You
0: went from 1000 to 60,000 views in 30 days. Yeah. That is phenomenal. And you're going to teach us how to do that. Yep, Amazing. I can't wait. Is there anything else that we're going to learn in the course that you wanted to share today? I have to be honest,
1: guys, it's 1.30am and my brain is a little mush. <laughs> a little mush. <laughs> um, yes, I'm sure that there is some more things. I'm going to talk about a really specific thing, which is messaging strategies. I am a LinkedIn user on my computer a lot because I do it so much. Um, uh-huh. And I'm going to talk a little bit about computer versus phone different ways to leverage the messaging platform on LinkedIn. Uh, So that way you're building relationships with your connections and not just ghosting them as soon as you connect.
0: So I've never really thought about it that way. So I'm really excited to learn what your strategy is for messaging. And then also, I think a lot of Vertforce members don't understand the power behind messaging on LinkedIn. All right. So Jamie, I know you're tired, so let's wrap up. Okay. We don't have any additional questions. I've kept you for 30 minutes. Jamie, thank you so much for this live tips and tricks training session tonight. I really appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's always a pleasure to be on the Vertforce community. Um, Oh my God. I'm such a fangirl of Vertforce. I love it. So I'm, I'm always just honored to be here. Oh, we're
0: excited to have you. Okay. Go to bed and happy birthday. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll catch you later. All right, Vertforce, that's it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast. If you need to read the show notes, you can find those at vertforce.us. And finally, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or an idea for a new episode, email us at support at Catch you next week.